This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. Christine. Christine, uh, this is week number three for you. Yep, three in a row. Uh, three for three. Three weeks, neither of us have heard hide nor hair from Tim. <laughs> is he even still Who alive? knows what happened? Is he on a shipwreck somewhere? Yeah, has he, has he run off with his baby? Maybe he ran away with his baby. Maybe he ran away with his baby. Maybe he, he got, you know, uh, like, I don't want anybody else uh, to, to touch my baby. Uh, I I want to keep my baby safe from the world, and he's run off to the Galapagos Islands or something like that. That's probably what he did. How are you enjoying your tenure on uh, on this podcast? It's been a real thrill. It's nice to talk into a microphone every once in the a while. The thrill of a lifetime, would you say? The thrill of my lifetime, yeah. I haven't <laughs> done very much. Probably most, uh, well, well, look, it's not a nice compliment if then you say I haven't done very <laughs> oh, much. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. What I mean is it's a real honor, a thrill, and a privilege to get to sit here with you, Tom. Yes, and Ginger. Ginger's uh, right by your side. I know. Right after I complimented her breath, she did something a little smelly. What? Breathed. Oh, breathe. I thought I know, you were going to say, like, like, you know, chewed her butt or something because she no. does that sometimes. Shoot. No. Mm-mm. I don't even know what that means. Uh, I'm going to dispense with some of the, the normal pageantry. No niceties today, Tom. No, because look, we were going to do an episode about archery and then maybe solve. One problem at the end, but we got inundated with problems. We're gonna solve all the problems. So you know, I think a lot of people they they, I I, no idea why, but they they've heard you talk and they're like, you know what, this is the time I'm gonna send in a problem. They this can, woman, she seems like she's got it all figured out. I think they know I'm a woman. I <laughs> I would hope that they know you're a woman. I'm a I'm a gal, not yet a woman. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Um, mixed mixed effort. The first one, you know what? Uh, Wait, shouldn't we intro it more so that people that don't already know about solving oh, problems? Uh, email us at the complete guide to everything at gmail.com if you have a problem you'd like to get solved. We're going to solve it. Yeah. We're going to give us, um, we're going to give ourselves and you our sage counsel. Yes. Do you have any other? <laughs> I just feel like any other comments about how I should be running my show. Well, now that I'm in week three, I want a clean house. (laughs) Yeah. You're fired. Christ. Um, I'm not. You know what? Sometimes these ones are tricky where like people people are like, don't say my name, but they don't say it till the end. This person. You know what? Based on this question, I'm not going to say this. Yeah. Use a pseudonym. Give me a uh, woman's name. Martha. That's too close to the actual (laughs) name. You've already said too much. Okay, I'll give you a random woman's name. How about, um, so I'm not going to do Martha. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you a random woman's name, Jane. Okay, Jane. First and foremost is from Jane now. Christine, you're doing an amazing job Ooh, filling in for Tim. Thanks, Jane. And Tom, great job running things on your own. I'm a longtime fan. Always feels like I'm hanging out with my friends Tim and Tom rather than listening to a podcast. And your new friend, Christine. Well, she didn't say We're that. Getting there. Don't put words in her mouth. <laughs> I have a problem or more like something I'm considering. Ooh. Oh, she did say, please don't use my name unless you've accidentally already said it, Tom. <laughs> You're Jane supposed to put that up, up higher, Jane. Jane knows what's up. Uh, just kidding. It's fine either way. Uh, oh, I've cool. been with my boyfriend for a long time. We recently bought a house together and have a great, healthy relationship. 
we've never been in a rush to get married, but I just know he's the one. We've talked about marriage and both agree when we get married, we'll host a big rave in Punta Cana instead of a traditional wedding. Okay. Uh, and hopefully me, you, Tim will all be invited. Oh my gosh, we're so fun at weddings. <laughs> Jane, invite us. We both don't care about all the circumstance around marriage. Um he is mu- he is much less in a rush than I am. Start uh, starting in the past that I think she meant stating in the past <laughs> that when I'm ready to let him know and we'll do it. I'm also not rushing, but it is in the back of my mind as something I want fairly soon. I've recently be th- been thinking that it might be fun for me to propose to him. Jane, but the, yeah. but the little girl in me worries. She'll miss out on the cutesy traditional proposal she always wanted. Should I propose to my boyfriend and break all those pesky traditional gender norms? Or should I let my inner Disney princess shine and wait until he pops the question? With love, Jane. Don't you just think Jane's the best? (laughs) No, I mean, until I get that wedding invite, I'm uh, (laughs) withholding. Well, it's less conditional for me. I feel like, well, what's your what's your first blush? info on this tom what do you think she Um, should do i have a lot of thoughts believe it or not yeah all right let's hear your thoughts then because i don't i have like i don't have a huge amount of thoughts yeah and i i don't know if we have this in common i don't want to assume but i for me i am um not a married person and Mm -hmm. i think that a lot of the pompons you know that i'm not married right well that's not the part i meant whether or not we have you don't have to so pretend funny. like you don't know any I, personal details about I don't know for sure your me. marital status. Um, you just spent an hour talking to my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't know if that's like a well, side thing. Yeah, she doesn't know that <laughs> yeah, I'm married secret either. Family. Yeah, so please keep it to yourself. Wouldn't that be a real surprise? I just don't think like I think if it matters to you, mm-hmm. it matters to you. But there's a lot of pomp and circumstance around proposals, right, and weddings. And that's great. Yeah. It's great to celebrate love. What it sounds like to me is that these two people are pretty sure about each other. Mm-hmm. And Jane loves her boo in the yes. parlance of our time. And she <laughs> I don't feels think that's sure. the parlance of our time anymore, but sure. <laughs> yeah, the parlance of 2008. Um, now, boo has become bay. <laughs> that's true. But I think bay is also falling out also of fashion. <laughs> What are you talking about? I heard that uh, 10 years ago for the first time. You heard sitting on the You know, I rolled down all these windows. It's so noisy. And now there's like a fire outside. This always happens. Also, I didn't roll them down. We're not in my car. (laughs) At a drive-thru at Wendy's. With the windows rolled down. The sirens. We're parked in an empty lot. And it's on near yeah. a building we set on fire. Imagine yes. if we were arsonists doing this from a car and waiting for it the... It was like the podcast isn't getting enough attention. Start a fire. <laughs> um, a smoke-free, fume-free fire. I would say that I I agree with that, that I think uh, like proposals are a like a very personal type thing. Yeah. So like the example that I would give is like, oh boy, I hate like a big fan, like when people do like a flash mob or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's so um, weird, honestly. No offense but anyone if that's to that. like if that's your partner's thing, yes. then great. Yes. But I think a lot of times it's not the person's partner's thing. Yes, it's that like person's thing. thing. Yes. Yep. Um and yeah. I would I would extend that advice to everything. Yeah. So like I think, you know, you know your boyfriend better than us. Yeah, Jane. If you think he'd be into that like if he's all about, you know, uh, flipping the bird to gender norms and stuff, 
then yeah, why not? And if you think you want to be married to this person, I don't think there's any reason not to say, I want to marry you. And I'm going to do a special little thing to ask you to marry me. Yeah. What do you think Jane's boyfriend is called? Uh, Tarzan. Flop. Flop feels mean, but I just was thinking no, like. No, Tarzan. Jane and probably, Tarzan. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. Um, I think if Jane is feeling like, I kind of want to make a grand gesture to Tarzan. Mm. Yeah. Well, but what about this? Tarzan has said, when you want to get married, just tell me. Like, tell me when you're ready, and then I'll... Well, I think my question back to Jane, and unfortunately, she's not on the call. She's not here at this Arby's <laughs> with us. Arby's. When I wish. Arson. Because here's <laughs> the problem. What if uh, Tarzan, he's got, like, some big plan in his head, like a way well, to propose... Well, what's the worst that can happen? Have you ever seen that viral video where the two those two girls are surprising each oh, other yeah, with a yeah. proposal at the same uh-huh. time and it's the sweetest dang thing you've ever seen because they both had the same idea. So first right. of all, don't expect that, Jane. <laughs> right. But if he's you sure you're the one mm-hmm. and you're sure he's the one and it doesn't really I think I think you're on to something, Tom. <laughs> I think she's got two to five options and I'm gonna list them all. <laughs> it's only an hour long podcast. We have uh, other problems to solve. <laughs> And this isn't a problem even. No, no. I mean, and and she was she up says, front yeah. about that. Um, I think my two modes of thought here are, Jane, you could say to Tarzan, mm-hmm. I'm thinking seriously about what we talked about and I do want us to get married. What do you think? And right. then he, that's a nudge he needs and maybe he does a flash mob if that's what you're into, Jane. Right, right. Or... It's a conversation and nobody even necessarily has to do a big grand gesture. But here we are. And now, like, well, but I think she wants a grand gesture on somebody's end. I think. Well, I think if what's holding her back is Mm -hmm. the Disney princess, shouldn't he propose to me or the story you'll tell other people? You always get to decide what you tell other people. Right. But you don't want to lie. You don't want to make your whole life a lie. No. But if she says I'm going to if she decides I want to do a big proposal Mm -hmm. to my sweetheart. Right. And then does that. That's also a great story. And like, yeah. honestly, you know, she they got the house. She's got the Tarzan. Mm-hmm. I feel like you want to marry him. Tell him. Yeah. Tell him on one knee and maybe with like a chorus of, what do you think? Barbershop quartet? <laughs> um, singing yeah, telegram? A, a college acapella group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, singing like... um. White, that, um, white wedding maybe. yeah that'd be a nice one yeah um yeah i don't know i mean th- but the little girl in me worries she'll miss out um i mean i guess it it, it depends on how big that little girl is <laughs> <laughs> i think you mean in terms of proportion and her and it depends on what you've dreamed of if you want to get swept off your feet make right. sure he knows that if you yeah. want to marry this person yeah focus on what's going to make that feel special to you and to him, sweep him off his feet, gals. All right. Problem solved. Thanks, Jane. Jane, let us know how it goes. Yeah. And the, with uh, some some all expenses paid yep. trips to Punta Canta. Yeah. And I'm going to need um, an oceanfront view. Yes. And I think like my ties. Right. And make sure the tickets are refundable in case we want to go a different time. <laughs> Jane, I'll be there. Uh, all right. This next one, I'm also not. Uh, give me a man's name. Um, Barney. All right. Barney. 
Uh, Christine and Tom, the holidays are coming up, which means it's time to pick out gifts. Oh, boy. My wife and I usually get each other one to two small things, and it's always a struggle for me to pick out what to get her. Oh, I love this one already, Barney. She is the master of gift giving, but I can only narrow it down to a category, and then I am unable to choose a specific thing because I want her to pick it out so she actually gets what she wants. Mm. For example, if I know she wants more indoor pots for her plants, when I go to look, there are too many designs that uh, to choose from. I would prefer her to pick it out so she actually likes them, but we share the same money, so at that point she might as well just be getting it for herself. <laughs> So I know when I ask her, it doesn't feel as thoughtful. So my question is, would you prefer to get something you want, but not exactly the thing you would pick and be surprised or not be surprised and be asked what you want from a narrowed out, excuse me, narrowed down list. Another option I have mm-hmm. thought of is just to look at her phone when she is busy doing something else. <laughs> That's a whole other thing, Barney. <laughs> and scroll through her Instagram ads since they seem to know her so well. We swap phones all the time. This wouldn't be an invasion of her privacy. Thanks for saying so, Barney. They have an open marriage. They have an open they relationship. S- they swap phones. <laughs> Side comment. When Tim comes back, it would be interesting to have him and his wife on if she is comfortable with that. Yeah. To hear about how everything is going. Yes. Congrats to them and great job to everyone on the recent episodes. Oh, this is a love fest. <laughs> it really is. Um it's um it's a real bounty. I want to say when I'm hearing in Barney's question mm-hmm. and I tend to see things with rose-colored glasses, sunny side up, etc., but don't you just feel like Barney loves his wife so much? Maybe Barney's got, you know, uh, I go into a family the- in every town. Okay, maybe Barney's a real. Yeah, maybe he's a traveling salesman. He's uh, he's on the road an awful lot. I I think you're like I know she loves beautiful pots for her plants, but I can't decide which one is beautiful enough for her. The most beautiful potted mm. plant of all. Yeah. Um. I mean, I've. I don't know if it's nice to call your <laughs> wife a potted plant, even if you do say she's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's just the part because I'm nervous. I'm too sincere on this thing. Um, I also think like, I mean, maybe uh, we're focusing too much on this specific example, but like, yeah, how many pot designs are there? There are a lot. Have you ever been to Crest are Hardware there? in Williamsburg, Brooklyn? No, I've been, Can we get I've, their been like, I've been to other <laughs> plant stores and, uh, I don't know, eh. like there's different pots, but like, I don't know. I feel like this is the type of thing where you could ask your wife, like, what style do you like? But then you can pick. Well, I think he could also potentially kind of like do a little this or this. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be potted plant. You did something with your thumb. Yeah, you can't see me, everybody. Um, A, uh, you know, oh, do you like a glossy, bright colored ceramic mug? Maybe I'm thinking of getting this for my sister. Help me out. Do you like the glossy one or do you like the terracotta yeah, but one you say but then she sister, thinks then of your sister like well yeah. i what based on what she likes but also look at the pots she and already what has if he for doesn't even have a sister and then she's like you have a sister and then yeah it becomes and a then whole that thing. Because, yeah and then that's what else are you not telling maybe me they go on maury povich yeah what else are you are Discover. you not telling me why are you on the road 300 days <laughs> out of the year you really think he's a traveling salesman <laughs> is maury povich still on um, that's a good question. Uh, we maybe don't know. we think maybe. Yeah, maybe, but also maybe not. <laughs> could go either if way. If Mori Povich isn't still on, there is certainly something that's taken its place. Exactly. Google it if you don't know. 
Well, I mean, we don't know. So (laughs) (laughs) I think I think I have a clear answer to this one Mm -hmm. by the one that makes you think of her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because for me, so I'm a person who loves I love the act of small gift giving. I mm-hmm. think it's a really lovely. Well, it's interesting. I've never gotten a small gift from you. I, well, I said, um, oh, I said it wrong. <laughs> I love to receive small gifts. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> but I think, hey, this made me think of you. It's uh-huh. such a delightful little gesture. Yeah. And if it's not what she would have picked out for herself, that's kind of the point. She can go pick out one yeah. for herself. Yeah. I would say that I'd rather be surprised than mm-hmm. get exactly what I want. I mean, spe- like, I guess it's different if you're talking about like, uh, you know, I, I live in a car commercial and I'm going to, you know, get a car with a bow on it on yes. Christmas morning. Right, right. Then it's right. like, uh, oh, okay, well, this is something I'm going to be like using every day. Or my and- new luxury coat. Yeah. You want to be able to make sure it fits. Right. Y- then you... But if it's smaller items, then I think you've got to then then it's especially not a like uh, the stakes are a little bit lower and it's just sweet. It gets to just be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And and when it's something that's perhaps unexpected, mm-hmm. then it's nice where, you know, it is different if somebody if somebody's like my coat to use your example, my coat's worn out. I need a new coat. Right. That's then practical. Yeah, and then they're going to be wearing it every day, so you want to make sure that you you get something right. You don't want to replace their you know uh, navy blue petticoat with a bright neon green windbreaker. Yeah, those are really different. Exactly. But you gotta be like, you said you want a coat. Did you get them at Petticoat Junction? I thought this looked cool. (laughs) I love this coat. Yeah. I had I had a lot of windbreakers when I was uh, like a. Are windbreakers even still available? 14. I had a lot of windbreakers too. I had one that you had to pull over your head. The zipper didn't go all the oh, way down. Okay. I loved that thing. I mean, teal and but white. But I also feel like did windbreakers really do anything? No, I mean they broke the wind. They broke I guess. the wind a little. Well, guess what? So did I. <laughs> he keeps asking me to pull his finger. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, they just. I mean, I liked wearing them when I was 12 because you could get them in neon colors. Yeah. But I don't know if I... And also, you're at that age where you're being told, put a coat you on. You got to put on a coat and it's like, this is a good compromise. Right. For parents but and kids. But they don't really do anything. <laughs> no, they barely do anything. I guess if you put it over like a t-shirt, it helps to insulate you As a little bit. As opposed to what? Once I was in my windbreaker, in my pullover windbreaker. Not having anything underneath at all? And I didn't know. I mean, and as an extra layer. I, I, it was pretty cold and I mm. wasn't warm enough in my windbreaker. Yeah. And I tucked my arms into the torso uh-huh. of the jacket. I took dangerous. my arms out of Very the sleeves. Dangerous. Well, and little did I know, but of course, guess what happened? I tripped you over the tripped. sidewalk and smashed my face. I was very little and I couldn't, you know, I couldn't catch myself on these right. hands. Well, the hands were in the windbreaker. Yep. All right. Big so mistake. let that be a cautionary tale Barney? to everybody out there. And Barney in particular, I think the answer is don't tuck your arms inside the trunk of your coat. Yeah. Live large. And to- right, it's a small thing. And if she doesn't love it aesthetically, she's probably going to be she's like, probably hey, not for you. this is cool. It made you, you think should. of me. Or she'll be like, boy, he doesn't understand me at all. No pressure. Yeah. But then she'll just put it, what, in the bathroom? With her plant in the bathroom. Are you going to put a plant in it, Barney? Well, he was using this as just like a broad example. I, I think. think if somebody that loved me very much and that I loved very much said, 
I'm going to take you to Home Depot and you can pick out a pot for your plants. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go That'd be nothing Depot. I'd ever want to do specifically. I'd be like, yeah, I do love pots for my plants. Have you ever been to Home Depot and not been completely overwhelmed? Never, once ever. I've yeah. only ever been very overwhelmed there. It's too everything's too big. It's too big, and things are organized in a way that doesn't a hundred percent make sense. I think it only makes sense if you do a lot of like electrical work, maybe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just know, like, I was there a year ago because uh, we painted the apartment. So I had to like, get a lot of paint and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, how come all the paint stuff's not in one place? It's not? I thought it was all in the middle. It's like kind of all in the middle. <laughs> it, I mean, yeah, it was all in the middle, but it was like... It wasn't all together. Some brushes were in one aisle and some brushes were in a different aisle. Put all the brushes in one Put aisle. Put all the brushes in one aisle. That makes no it's sense. Probably the, the people making paint, they're like, we want all the paint to be in the front of the aisles. You think it's like the... The big, big paint. Big paint. <laughs> yeah. And then they then they tell you, and don't drink the paint. Then you, you can have a little. <laughs> you can have a little. Sip. Some of it's so appetizing. <laughs> exactly. Some of these colors, they're begging you to. to it's like, is that sherbet? Try drinking some of the paint. Is it pronounced sherbet? I, I think it should. I think that's technically right, but I say sherbet. Because yeah. that just sounds better. It does sound better, but does it sherbert, have a second they R? They should change it to sherbet. Does it even have no. a second R? I don't think it's sherbet. And then sorbet. It's like, why are there Get all these frozen, here. complicated Come words? Come up with something just easier call it for ice. us all to follow. Just call it milky ice or call regular it, ice. Call it all ice cream. Sweet See if ice. I give a See shit. if I, I don't care. It's never too early to start gift shopping for the holidays, especially uh, because today you can save big on a gift they'll use every day. Raycon wireless earbuds. Christine, have you started your holiday shopping yet? No. Well, no need because you can just get Raycons for everyone. With seamless Bluetooth pairing and a comfortable noise isolating fit, you can start listening right away and keep listening for hours. The audio quality is amazing, comparable to what you'll get from other premium brands, except Raycon starts at half the price. The new Everyday Buds come with three new sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best. With just the right amount of bass, you got pure mode, that's for podcasts and blues and instrumentals. You like listening to the blues. Love the blues. Balance mode, that's for also you can listen to podcasts and that, but also rock, heavy metal. Heavy rock, even and bass mode that's hip hop, EDM, reggae, etc. Raycon offers eight hours of playtime and a 32 hour battery life. There's also a built in mic, and you can take calls on your earbuds at the press of a button. So, this holiday season, get them something they can use for calls or music for work or play at home or on the go, or treat yourself. Why not pick up a pair for yourself? Trust me, you're gonna use them every day. Go to buyraycon.com slash guide today to unlock an exclusive deal for up to 20% off your Raycon order. But hurry, this offer is available for a limited time only and you don't want to miss it. That's buyraycon.com slash guide, B-U-Y, Raycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash guide to unlock up to 20% off your Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash guide. Christine, what... Do you know about me? That's one of my favorite things to do. 
watch Marvel films. Well, besides that. When we're at like a house upstate with friends. Start a fire. Yes, start a fire. There's nothing quite like the feeling of <laughs> gathering around a warm fire on a cool evening. That wasn't even set up. No. You knew. I knew. It was my second guess. And a smokeless fire pit from Solo Stove makes your outdoor moments even more memorable. Because instead of having to constantly dodge campfire fumes, you can sit back, relax, and actually enjoy the fire. You've experienced that too, right? The fumes the sometimes. Fumes. You're sitting in so the wrong smoky. spot. Mm-hmm. You don't get that with the Solo Stove. They engineered it so there's minimal, minimal fumes, if any. I love this thing. Christine, I have the bonfire model. No kidding. That's what they sent. Beautiful, perfect size, like a good, like a good enough size that you can get people around it, but not such a big size that it's like you know taking over your entire yard or, or campground or something. Uh, very easy, very, very. It burns so clean. Very minimal cleanup, if any. You just kind of like dump out the ashes. It's awesome. Upgrade your backyard with a solo stove fire pit. Enjoy the mesmerizing flames and all the opportunities to create more good moments and lasting memories. Make the time with your friends and family richer with a solo stove fire pit. Yeah, stop looking at your phone. Look at a nice fire for a change. You don't even have to look at a fire on your phone. Yeah. Hey, get rid of that fire app on your phone. It's a (laughs) solo stove. Shop solo stove's best deals of the year during their Black Friday event now through November 28th and get $10 off with promo code guide plus a lifetime warranty and free 30 day returns. Lifetime warranty. You never hear about that nowadays. Not now. Get an extra $10 off Black Friday deals at solostove.com promo code guide. Woo. All right, Christine, how are you feeling so far solving these problems? Is it too much? No. Are you overwhelmed with other people's? I'm overwhelmed with feeling. Wow. Everyone's everyone's just trying to show love for their partners. Is this the Valentine's Day episode? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. This one, again. Uh, give me a woman's name. Mm, Lucinda. Okay. This is from Lucinda. Hi, Tom, Christine, and Ginger. Oh, hi, Ginger. Uh, I'm hoping you can help me out with a work problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. <laughs> I mean that sincerely, although it sounded sarcastic. Lucinda, we got you. Oh, great. (laughs) I'm Uh, off the clock. I manage about 25 people in an academic setting. Good for you. And one of the folks I supervise seems to get on everyone's nerves. Mm. Uh, She isn't doing anything wrong, but she annoys everybody. Mm. Because I'm the manager, people complain to me about how annoying she is, as if I should address it. Some things, like her frequent complaining without offering any ideas for a solution and running ineffective meetings, I can manage. Mm -hmm. The complaints I get are that she says, um, um, too much. Uh Uh-oh. And that this should be addressed due to her teaching role. Oh, boy. She sounds whiny and that she ends sentences with an upturn. (gasps) I have observed her teaching and I think, and think she does a good job. And I frankly feel like the complaints I get about her are mostly just sexist, even though they're coming from other women. Yes, there are. Yes, there are some ways in which she is just annoying. But so what? Any advice you have on how to handle the employee herself or those complaining about her would be appreciated. Thanks. Please don't use my name. P.S. Can you tell people like to complain a lot here? Yeah, it's awesome. I, I suppose that means at her job, not at our podcast. Well, both. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But people like, yeah, people like to complain. Nobody everywhere. ever writes in with a question. All right, solve my problem. 
Should I get a Ferrari or a Lamborghini? <laughs> um, I really liked Lucinda's question because I was formulating how I was going to say, well, what you're dealing with here is a bunch of sexists. And then she knew. She already knows. I yeah. think you should be the first one to answer this So question. should she cancel them? Should she get them canceled? Who, the complainers? Uh, yeah. Yeah, put them on cancel, blast. She could cancel twenty four of her direct reports. Well, she didn't say they the all complain. I'm sure some of them. Twenty five you know. is a lot of people to manage. So, Lucinda, I've managed I bet she's more tired. than that. I haven't. Actually, I don't know if I have. I've managed is a lot. I've of managed people. around that number of people. I think my most, I think, was eight. Wow, surprise! They early, let you manage. They let you manage eight people, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, worked out, it worked out okay. <laughs> Um, (laughs) yeah I mean that is an annoying thing about like being a manager when people come and complain Mm -hmm. about things where it's like that has really nothing to do with like work or specifically your job like mind your own business right why is it bothering you so much yeah and and these examples of the uh saying um and whiny and and sentences with an upturn especially if it's a teacher and it's like, well, that's something for the students to complain about. Yeah. What is the issue that other people are going to the manager to be like policing the way she talks? That yeah. really is infuriating. Yeah. What do you so, think she should do? Um, hmm. Yeah. You've managed so many people. So yeah. You probably have some good well, ideas I'm also thinking like uh, dealing with, you know, worker uh, employee complaints was also like my lead. You know, of that's, course. That's and about worst, each other. Right. Yeah. Come on. And that's also that's the part of the job where I mean, the that probably real answer here is that she should tell these people like, oh, have you talked to her about this, <laughs> about your concerns? Or, well, but even that. But that's yeah. That it's also like, yeah, you don't necessarily be like, oh, have you gone and critiqued this woman's uh, right. teachings? But it doesn't sound like the content Lucinda's saying. She's yeah. a perfectly good teacher. She does a perfectly good job. Right. And these folks are just feeling like maybe that she's undermining her own credibility because she has these historically feminized, I'm using air quotes, everybody, these mm-hmm. historically feminized ways of speaking. Yeah. Um. Oh, look what I did. I said, um, because yeah. that's a thing I do and I still have credibility. Well, everybody. I don't do it. So you've never said, um, I've never that's said, probably um, because I'm a strong, confident man who knows what he's going to say in any situation. He's pausing so much more <laughs> between each word so he doesn't It's better than say, saying, um. um. I don't think so. See what I did? Um. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I think Lucinda should talk to these complainers and ask, like, what is it that bothers you so much about it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's probably the the actual right answer. What was the complaint they had that she said she can man- manage? Sorry. Oh, um, uh, um, <laughs> he's doing it, everybody. Um, I can't find. it. I now. already can't remember because um, of things that are going on in my brain. Uh, Complaining to me about how annoying she is. 
Oh, some some things like her frequent complaining without offering any oh, yeah, ideas yeah, yeah. for a to solution keep it above the line or running in yeah. effective meetings I can manage. Yes. So she's got that. She doesn't need us for that. But she wants to talk about how to deal with, I think, like at maximum, mm-hmm. anything that Lucinda says to this person is like about those actual issues of like, don't bring a f- question forward without a solution. And yeah. also, we've heard some feedback, if anything, right? We've mm-hmm. heard some feedback that you're... That you... You're annoying? That, you can't tell someone you're they're annoying? annoying? <laughs> um, <laughs> I hate to say it, but you're annoying. I mean, that's also... Every workplace has annoying people, and there's kind of only so much you can do about it. I also kind of wonder what vicinity they're in to one another, that it's bothering other people enough to yeah, talk to teachers. their manager that's, about that's it. That's kind of weird. Lucinda, you know what I think you should do is be like, you know, policing people's ways of speaking isn't actually part of my job, and I'm very busy. You don't seem busy enough that you care yeah. so much about the way this person is speaking. Why don't you do a whole bunch of my tasks? Yep, that's my advice. Delegate more tasks to these whiners. <laughs> and one of the Teach tasks, them a you know what? One of the tasks should be read articles about vocal fry and up talking and ums and pauses and the way that um, speech is sometimes evolving. Yeah. And it doesn't actually undermine the credibility of anybody. Sorry if I use that phrase, but that's the thing. It doesn't actually undermine the credibility. <laughs> I'm undermining my own credibility by slurring my words. But. Um, the content of her teaching is what actually matters. Are the students listening? Are the students learning? Uh, if that's all good, then these folks need to mind their own freaking beeswax. So you're saying punish them by making them read all these insufferable if articles. If you think teaching... Oh, boy. Uh, I got to go. Um, if you think teaching folks about different ways of perceiving and also probably... I don't think this is Lucinda's job, but there's got to be a way to make sure that these jerks know... That what they're probably doing is thinking about things they've suppressed in their own vocal tics and whatever mm. to fit in or to sound more professional. And again, I'm using a lot of air quotes here, yeah. folks. Um, and that they resent she hasn't done that and is still succeeding. Mm. So maybe go see a therapist, 24 other people. My advice would be clean house. Fire them Start all. over. Well, that's Get sort of like of canceling everyone? them. Get rid of everyone except the... Yeah, um, well, I can tell them you've you've all been canceled. <laughs> You'll never work again. I wonder if they use chalk. Wait, oh, the teachers? Yeah. Uh, maybe she, she doesn't say. I don't think people use chalk nowadays. It's all anywhere. Uh, uh, either whiteboards or uh, like smart fancy, uh, yeah, smart boards or, or holograms. Who knows what? What about got overhead nowadays. projectors? Remember those? And when they would, <sighs> you would smell the like light burning if they used yeah. the wrong markers. I don't think they use overhead projectors nowadays. What about a mimeograph machine? I, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I like barely remember. I'm a hundred years old. Yeah. There was one in the room where we wrote um, <clears throat> an extracurricular murder mystery play in fifth grade, but it was like an unused room in my school. I feel like. I remember as a kid in school, sometimes it was like the copy machine's not working. So he was like the mimi. It was like, what the hell is this? What the this? hell is this? It's such a like relic. very faint copy. It's so, of it felt so I'm... fragile. I think I had a math teacher in middle school, too, who like had a stack of mimeograph tests. How do they work? It's like carbon, I think. It's like oh, a carbon okay. copy yeah, that yeah. you like actually churn. Yeah. So like. Uh, like butter. Yeah. <laughs> Well, same thing with those, uh, uh, like the credit card. Those credit card machines. Yeah. My first job, we used one of those. It was oh, a very really? old-fashioned place that didn't have, um, it had like one. When I worked at uh, the Apple store, now over a decade ago, 
uh, there were times where the computers would go down. We'd have to use at those. the Apple Store. W- were yeah. you there to fix that? Holy you shit! Fix that? It was like <laughs> bedlam. Yeah, it was. If if <laughs> if the computers went down, there was just like no backup, and it you Good immediately to had to revert to nineteen fifties <laughs> uh, credit card technology. <laughs> And you have to just go on faith because if somebody's card well, is declined, we, you don't know that. No, later. we had like a phone number that we could call. I went to and make sure that the I mean, it was making sure the money was there, I think. But it didn't necessarily no, it because didn't charge it. But we had that copy. So that because I, I remember that because there were also times where those copies were lost and somebody disputed the charge and was like, Oh, well we have literally There's no nothing evidence to track so, back to. Oh yeah. That makes sense. So that person just got a free <laughs> MacBook pro. <laughs> That's a pretty good scam. You yeah. cut the wire to the internet. Is that how it works? Mm-hmm. And then you go in with a dummy credit card and then you get your, uh, I mean, back during this time, you know, it was like 10 years ago. You just had to wait until the store was too busy and then everything would go down. <laughs> it was awful. Oh no. That's a bandwidth issue. Yeah. Um, I had, not that happened, but I'm reminded of when I went to um, the Jamestown Flood Museum. Is that what it's called? Who knows? Um, I don't think it's Jamestown, but I'll, maybe I'll remember later. In Pennsylvania. And I went with my brother, and he was kind of in a rush, and I was like, we got to go to this flood museum. <laughs> and it was the most old-timey and wonderful museum. Don't worry, I won't, he keeps looking at his watch, but I'm not going to take that long to tell this story, which is like my... I mean, we've only got so much time for flood museum <laughs> Well, that's what my brother show. was thinking, too, because he's like, let's get back on the road. But I was like, no, we got to see this flood museum. And by the way, it's fantastic but they didn't have the technology so when i wanted to pay for our 11 dollars entry fee or whatever with my credit mm-hmm. card they're like okay well we'll just have to call the credit card company and verify the charges and it took like eight minutes just to yeah. get us to um have the entry fee paid um and you know i think it bought some of uh, no what's the it ate up some of the time that <laughs> i could have spent pouring over the dioramas and the photographs and the relics of things left behind in the flood. Well, luckily, it seems like you've gotten past all that. Johnstown? What the hell was that Johnstown? town called? Yeah, it's Jamestown. It's not. It's Jamestown? Uh, I don't I'm know. thinking of Jonestown, but that's a whole different tragedy. Yeah. So, Lucinda, mm-hmm. I think what you should do is just sort of turn it back on. Why does this bother you so much? Yeah. Everybody else. We had already Dust the chalk the problem, off your petticoats. We were moving on. We were just talking about credit card. We're machines. just talking about floods. Yeah. Oh, what was I going to say? I had another... Uh, the Johnstown flood. Jamestown flood? I had another tip about credit cards, but I can't remember what it is. It'll come back to you. Do you yeah. think... Oh, was it about points? If anybody wants to get a referral code from me so that we no, all get more points that's not on what our the, credit That's card. not how the show works. I'm you nuts about points. Put out your... We have actual advertisers. You can just... <laughs> Give out referral codes for your credit card. I'm not cards. giving it out. I'm saying contact me uh-huh. at the old pharmacy I used to work at. <laughs> it closed. Now, what the hell was I was going to say? What Something the hell was the name of this town with the Ooh, All right. It doesn't matter. Next question. <laughs> I'm so need... tired. Oh, man. I, I, I This is the name. And the person wrote, don't worry about pronouncing my name wrong. It's probably fine. Uh, so I guess that means Jimmy? I can use it. Uh I'm going to say it's Waringa. W-A-R-I-N-G-A. Waringa. Waringa or Waringa. Or Waringa. Or Waringa. Uh, Waringa, I'm going to say. <laughs> say it differently. 
different every time. Johnstown. The Johnstown flood. Confirmed. Hey, call him. Uh, call him Johnstown. The big W. Do we know the pronouns of this I, person? We don't know the pronouns. Okay. Uh, hi, I'm a huge fan of the podcast and I've been really enjoying Christine as a host. Thanks, friend. My problem, and they put this in quotes, is this. I'm turning 30 in May. You just tiny a, little baby. Just <laughs> a few days before graduating from grad school. Congratulations. I feel like I should have to do. I should. I feel like I should do something to celebrate. Maybe take a trip. Yes. But I have no idea and I'm overwhelmed with choice. Johnstown S- Flood Museum. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Solved. Solved. It's so good. Some additional context if you need it. Yeah, probably. I'm getting an MFA in fiction writing <gasps> from UW Madison. Congratulations. I have some money saved up. Not oh, tons, yeah. but I could afford a nice trip. Mm-hmm. I'm going to L.A. in January to visit a friend for a few days, so probably not that. Yeah. Thanks for taking the time to read this, and please pass on my best best wishes. Best, <laughs> best wishes. So sorry for laughing. To Tim, his wife, and their baby. Best yes. Waringa. Uh, don't worry about pronouncing my name wrong. It's probably fine. It's we want to get your name right. Yeah, Waringa, but we're gonna stick with Waringa because it just. What we think it might be. Yeah. First of all, congratulations for getting an MFA in fiction writing because stories are worth telling and we love art. Right, Hey, speak for yourself. I like sports. (laughs) I like both. (laughs) I contain multitudes and I'm bragging about it. Um, I don't know. So Wisconsin... No, don't stay in Wisconsin. Go somewhere a little more exciting. It sounds like they've got enough money to leave Wisconsin. What about going to but the I location don't... of Jane's wedding for Jane's wedding? We'll all meet there. I forget oh, where the her wedding's going to be. Yeah. Uh, uh, in Mexico, I yeah, think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, maybe that. Maybe, hey, maybe that. Maybe, uh, Jane, hopefully you're still listening. You've got more invites to give out. <laughs> Jane? If you're still on the call, we're all going to be friends. I mean, and, and you know, keep in mind, all of us are going to need a guest. We're all going to need a uh, plus one Oh, yeah, one yeah. Here. Plus three for me, please. <laughs> Just um, for fun. Yeah, I don't know, because I've been thinking about taking, like, a vacation recently. You know, I haven't had, like, an actual proper vacation uh, since before the pandemic. Uh, I've gone on trips that are, like, fun. Yeah. Of course. You've gone on road trips. Yeah. Should we suggest a road trip? The problem is we don't really know like how far this person wants to go or what kind of fun they like. Well, I mean, based on the fact that they're going to L.A. in January. And there's a friend there. Yeah. And and they said, so don't suggest that. So it sounds like they're willing to at least go as far as L.A. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe East Coast. Maybe. Do you have any place to recommend in Maryland? Don't go to Maryland. Wow. Too boring. Have I just alienated you? All of our Maryland. <laughs> Christine, All Maryland Marylanders. is our number one state for listeners. <laughs> I don't believe that. No, it's California. Really? It's just the biggest state. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the most populous state? Uh, I believe so, right? What about Alaska? Or do we think we need to stick to contiguous? Alaska is the actual biggest state, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean. <laughs> is that still true? <laughs> I mean, things are changing every day. We don't know. Uh, Alaska sounds boring as hell. No offense to anybody listening in Alaska. They're, <laughs> they're probably listening to this episode five years later. <laughs> yeah, they get their news a lot later. What about... I mean, the, the freighter the, or the, the 
a uh, little plane that drives uh, lands in with all the podcasts from the past <laughs> six months. All the tapes and their memories. Actually, like labels. I know, I like kind of know somebody that lives in Alaska, and like they spend like like an absurd amount of money on internet. Ooh, they have like right, three it's so different remote. internet providers that each of them they spend hundreds of dollars, and all that combined, they're like I can maybe do a zoom meeting but it's gonna have some problems <laughs> that's and like i have a router that ties all these together do you think waringa wants to go on a writer's retreat because maybe, maybe not having internet would be writing maybe they're they've been writing like a bandit for the last two years mm-hmm. or four or three We're... um prince edward island in where is that in canada it's in canada yeah why? Why there? To do the Lucy Maud Montgomery tour oh, and Jesus, uh huh, and of Green sound... Gables, baby, <laughs> Avonlea. Ah, oh, boy, go to the the Flood Museum. That Actually, like do maybe make it a two stop tour. The Flood Museum is fantastic. Oh, what about mm-hmm. what's your favorite historical reenactment site? I don't the like Flood that. The Flooded Museum is not a historical reenactment I don't like going to site. historical reenactment sites. Some of them are great. Some of them are... Old Bethpage. That's where I uh, I had to go You know, a bunch of times as a kid. Field trip. Yeah. Old Sturbridge Village for me. What is your favorite place to go to in the contiguous United States of America? Me? Well, so I'm the kind of person that my favorite thing to travel for usually Uh is to see friends Uh and see like their favorite things about the place where they live. But one of the places I've been to sort of recently. So you like going to like Central Perk. (laughs) Yeah. And that uh, one statue on Lafayette Street. (laughs) (laughs) The the couch outside the fountain. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, No one told me life was going to be this way, you know. Um, I recommend actually Memphis. Have you been to Memphis? No. It's great. You've Do you got just Grace walk Lee. around You've listening got... to Walking in Memphis? I mean, you can. Yeah. And think this song's kind of about what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. And um, that song is um, a bop. I've been walking in Memphis. It's, so, it's a beautiful I've song. I've been walking in Memphis on my feet. Uh, he's not nailing it. Now, who sang that? Mark Bob Dylan? Cone. Mark Cohn. A man called Mark Cohn. Huh. One hit wonder? I think a one hit wonder. He yeah. may have had like an album some people like. You might but be we've big never in heard of Memphis. <laughs> Probably doesn't have to buy a I drink. I bet he's not even that big <laughs> in Memphis. But yeah, maybe he never has to buy a drink. Um he just you ever been buy to... a Mark Cohn? <laughs> it's and they're like, like a tough what? name and they're like Who? Co- Cohen? No, Cohn. Cohn. Um, have you been to Graceland? No, I, I told you I haven't been to Memphis. Oh, I didn't hear you. I was only I thinking about I would like to go to Memphis. I'd like, to, uh, I haven't been to a lot of like, uh, like Art. I'd like to go to, uh, Nashville. T- yeah, Nashville. Um, New Orleans. Uh, yeah, I've never been to New Orleans, despite <laughs> my impeccable accent. You say it cool. I've been to, I think the only like cool Southern place I've been to is Savannah. Uh, and I loved it. it was, yeah. I I thought it was like the coolest place. And that's actually a nice idea too. You're graduating, um, Moringa, and you probably want to go somewhere warm. Wisconsin's yeah. getting cold right yeah, now. Yeah, and you're like, oh, go to Prince Edward's Island. Yeah, because honestly, uh, go to Alaska. Were you nuts? I was She's warming had enough. up literally and figuratively. <laughs> I think um, don't go to Florida. Yeah. 
but go somewhere a little warm and a little historical and a little like culturally rich. Yeah. Or go to Florida if you want to. My Disney World. Uh, I guess you could go to Epcot and pretend you went to all those countries. That's true. It's a bring a back more the pictures and buck. be like, I uh, went yep. on a little this bit of a whirlwind tour on a, on a world tour <laughs> around the world in eighty days. But I only went to these couple of countries, and don't I mind remember- the fact that I'm wearing. Mickey ears in all of the photos. As a kid, I remember going to uh, Japan in mm-hmm. Epcot. That was my and, favorite. And just having kid. such a great meal there. And I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just very salty. And I just liked that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, geez. This is, a, this is a long one. This is an, an essay. I think we had some great travel ideas. Uh, I need another woman's name. Um, Loretta. Loretta. Because uh, this person said their name or whatever name. So I'm going to yeah. go with yeah. the or we'll whatever name. nice and anonymized. Uh, hello, Tom and Christine. I really enjoyed the Kelsey Grammer episode Thanks. and already listened to it twice Woo! while working my job at a botanical garden. <gasps> Wait, Loretta, I <laughs> love botanical gardens. I listen and re-listen to The Complete Guide more than any other podcast. And I'm wishing you all... Well, this holiday season, even Tom, and other parts of the year to a similar extent. <laughs> Wait, this is a great letter already. Uh, I would love to. I I'd love to hear your advice. I am a woman, soon to be thirty. Everybody is so young. Everybody soon to be thirty. Are these exennials? Xennials, you mean? <laughs> I've never. I've never. Maybe I've never realized that those are the same. <laughs> I've seen it in print and I've heard it said well, out loud. Ex- Generation Z. Exennials, I think, are existentialists. Between... Are existentialists? No, I'm making a bet- joke. I'm I think they're between millennials and Gen Z- Gen X. No, we're the um, Oregon Trail generation. Anyway, go on with your we're question. We're the already. Oregon Trail? That's not a That's thing. That's a thing. Read it's about not it. A thing. Google it. No, we're millennials, me and you. Oh, yeah. We're, we're older we're, millennials. We're, yes, but, we're... Um, yeah. Geriatric, but I'm saying if we were a little bit older, then we would be between Gen X and we are between Gen X. No, we're not. Yeah, we're the Oregon Trail generation. (sighs) Anyway, I'm a woman soon to be 30 living with my girlfriend who is newly 40. She moved from her very tiny hometown in the deep south. Prince Edward Island. To live with me (laughs) in a metropolitan area in North Carolina. Obviously, the scale of a big city here is not the same as New York. New York City, baby. Did you hear those sirens earlier? But it is dramatically different from what she is used to. Yeah. So, I mean, the difference here is she lives in a city and doesn't have uh, (laughs) an ambulance going by every two minutes. She always hated her small town and said it was her dream to move near a city. But after a few years living here, she is very disenchanted. With what seems to be normal to me, i.e. traffic every day and being in a shying distance of your neighbors. We are hoping to move from our current apartment to a house soon, and she has decided that she wants to be further outside the city, far away uh, to be drastically decrease the population uh, and traffic. She also only wants to look at houses with an acre of land or more. Wow. Uh, No modern neighborhoods like I grew up in. Like any other self-aware podcast listener, I'm not the most extroverted person, so of course I prefer not seeing my neighbors and feeling less stressed while driving, but I've never lived away from my family in the city I grew up in. Our apartment now, which is 20 minutes away from our my old neighborhood, is the farthest I've lived outside of it. 
I'm not necessarily excited by the prospect of living in a small town without downtown offerings like experimental food, art, or, and theater, or being far enough away to only see my family on holidays instead of frequently checking out my dad who lives alone. I can see pros and cons of both, and I feel somewhat indebted to her because she already left her home to live close to me. Mm. However, buying a house is a bigger commitment than renting an apartment, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's the best idea to take on a mortgage out of politeness. <laughs> I like Loretta. Would you ever consider living in a small town? No. Do you think an hour or two drive to see family and friends would hurt your relationships? No. I know Tom spent some time in North Carolina, but where has Christine lived? Thanks for your opinions, and even if you don't answer this, thank you for making the show. I've listened for six years across two jobs. It's genuinely made my life better. Love you all in an appropriate way, Loretta. Wait, I think we should do a meet and greet with everyone who wrote these letters. <laughs> all right, you're getting a little... I'm, I'm a little too big for my bridges. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't say, oh, and I'd love to meet Christine. I know, I'd love to fly across I country. I am cashing in on or Goodwill I did not earn. Um... <laughs> And I have a lot of feelings about this one, too. Okay. What are yours? What are yours? Um, I mean, you should definitely talk about your thoughts with your uh, significant other. Yeah. Do um, we know her partner's name? Should we just she call didn't her? Say, she we'll just referred her. to her as my girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. And I also think there's some measure of risk. And I don't get the impression that Loretta doesn't love and want to mm-hmm. have a home with her girlfriend. But there's some right. measure of risk of taking on a mortgage. Oh, absolutely. In in a partnership in general, not yeah. just necessarily if it's not marriage. Marriage isn't the be-all, end-all, everybody. Jane, <laughs> I want it for you. I know you both want it, but it's not the be-all, end-all for everybody. Um, She doesn't want to live in a small town. And I right. think a person could go crazy uh, in a small oh, town. I was singing the song. I was born in a small town. You're really singing tonight. I don't want to live in a small town. Not the, not the words. <laughs> I'm coming up with a Oh, sequel. maybe they should move to Allentown and then... Sing it, Tom. Yeah, we're here in Allentown. Nailed it. Nailed it. And then they're much closer to the I flood would, museum. You know, I got screwed up because I was trying to think of how to make the whistle sound. Ooh. That's the best, best part of that song by a lot. Are we helping? Are we helping solve this problem? That's just a that's, that's a that's fart just, machine. We, that's that's you they worked at a whoopee cushion factory in Allentown. <laughs> it actually had nothing to do with the steel They're closing industry. Closing all the whoopee cushion factories down. Oh, um, I mean, hard. definitely talk to your girlfriend about this for sure. Because for sure, you yeah, want different things, but yeah. I think there's ability to compromise. Yeah, two houses. Yeah, <laughs> or um. You know, a medium-sized apartment in a slightly less crowded neighborhood. Yeah, what do they call that? A paid-on tet or something? Oh, Pierre de Terre <laughs> or yeah, something? Yeah, P- Pierre de Terre. I think we've got it. <laughs> <laughs> something along those lines. I came across it recently, and I hadn't seen it in a long time. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. that's a neat idea. Having Pierre a little... de Terre's for Exennials. <laughs> we could really get yeah. a trend going. A little apartment that you 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 mm-hmm. use infrequently was the definition yeah. when I looked it up. Um, I don't know that that's what they're looking for, though, because to me, it sounds like the girlfriend wants to be on an isolated plot of land yeah. where she can't see or hear anyone yeah, else. Yeah, that's true. And I don't think, Loretta, you owe anybody anything because mm-hmm. she moved to be with you. She moved to be with you. That includes making sure that part of what you both get is the right. place you want to live. Oh, yeah, because you can't say, well, I moved somewhere I didn't want to move yeah. to, so right. now, now you we're both have unhappy. to move. 
<laughs> and now you have to move to somewhere you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I do think there's a compromise here because you can you can I also think that you can live somewhere with an acre of land that still has. Still Art. isn't too far from like a downtown type area. Yes, exactly. Um, and you can live. And I will also say, as mm-hmm. someone who, oh, she asked for more of my biography, which I'll share yes. when I say this part of what yeah. I want to well, say. Well, she asked where else you've lived. Not I was born your... in. <laughs> I could give a. I could give a long biography. I think. I think it's. Worth we don't it. have time. Um, I live. I'm very close with my family. I'm a little bit obsessed mm-hmm. with them, but they live four-ish hours from where I live here today with mm-hmm. the ambulances. Um, and the pandemic's been a little bit hard, but besides right. that, it's still easy enough. We figure it out. My brothers come here sometimes. Mm-hmm. I go up there sometimes. Um, my parents come here sometimes. I don't know who she means when she says her family, but I'm describing right. my own yeah. family, uh-huh. of course. Um, and sometimes we meet in the middle. And yeah. And I have friends where I'm from, too, which is Massachusetts, and um, many of them have moved away. But New England, uh, this is too boring to say, I think. (laughs) The point is, you figure it out. And relationships happen and sustain, even if you don't see them as often as you're used to. However, Mm -hmm. if that is like a big piece of moving further away, like I wouldn't necessarily want to live a flight away from my family right yeah if i didn't have a compelling reason to do so and what i'm hearing from loretta which is a job she loves or perhaps i'm projecting because of how i feel about botanical gardens <laughs> which they're so beautiful yeah yeah Some i have a membership I mean, to we the don't, Brooklyn we don't know Garden. about this one loretta works at maybe it's a real it's uh, in north carolina i bet it's i bet it's like very maybe they maybe they forget lush. to water all the plants a loretta lot, is it your job to water the plants and you <laughs> forgot because you're puzzling <laughs> over this problem don't forget to water i the will plants. say i I currently live about, an, depending on traffic, an hour to two hours from mm-hmm. uh, my my Your immediate family. family. Yeah. yeah, and my extended family, actually. And uh, it's fine. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, you I see don't know. your family pretty often. Yeah, yeah. And like, I'm able to. Yeah. I think that that's like the big thing that you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That I can go see them without needing like a huge amount of planning or having to right. buy a ticket or anything right. like that. Right. Yeah. So it sounds like I could definitely see you can manage that part, I think, fairly well. It's more of the do you want to live in a place with art and food and, and culture yeah, and other people, even if you're not yeah, friends with your neighbors. The word I was looking for. Although it is nice to be friends with your neighbors. It's also nice to sort of pretend you don't see them. What about renting a whole house? Why can't they rent a whole house on an acre property yeah. that's just outside the city? You don't have to buy just because it's a house. Right. I know a gal that lives upstate in an absolutely haunted house with all these like <laughs> bears and cats that live on the property. I don't recommend that. Um, but they rent. Yeah. And I'm like, you can rent a haunted house? I actually, that's a good point. I would uh, rent a haunted house. Well, <laughs> that's no. a good point. I think that's right. That if this is like a big change, then maybe renting at first is is the way. You know, rent for a year or two to yeah. see. And Loretta, if you hate how it, it she doesn't out. want that for you. We don't right. want that for you. Yes, I I think a compromise could be found here. I think so too. And and keep up the good work. But you got to remember to water the plants. Uh, last one here. I need a man's name. Um, a masculine name. Hank. All right. Hank. Uh, hi. Hey, Tom and Christine. Hey. 
Thanks for the show and keeping us entertained. Mm -hmm. At work, we have a culture of doing group activities during break time. (laughs) (laughs) We work in an environment that suits this. Our offices are in an airplane hangar. Oh. And we operate planes in an air ambulance type of operation. What? This means we have pilots and maintenance guys hanging out, enjoying good camaraderie at work and during break times. Most guys like having a game of chess or similar type of board games. Hmm. Others play ping pong or, believe it or not, cornhole. This is all great, but here comes the problem. I enjoy hanging out and I generally enjoy games, but some guys just get too into it and become overly competitive. As such, I prefer to use my break time to relax and chat. Recently, however, I asked too many questions about a new board game that was being played. (laughs) And they mistook it for extreme interest. Oh, no, Hank. Now I get invited to play and also get coached on it during breaks when I would rather just be standing around doing nothing. Uh How do I break it to them that I am not that into the games? It goes without saying that telling them this straight is way too simple and I need something more elaborate and complex. <laughs> Excited to hear your ideas. Other info if you need it. This is in Africa. Uh, Lesotho. L-E-S-O-T-H-O. Uh, I'm, that, that's, Whenever you spell anything, that's I think either, of all the other letters, to be honest. If, if that's a country, that's a very tiny country. Because I feel like I've seen this before, but not I'm googling. not enough to uh, know it off the top of my head. They should. Um, he should say he's unavailable because he's researching the Johnstown Flood Museum. <laughs> That's uh, my first idea. Go by on. competitive, I mean that some guys shout at the top of their lungs when they score a point in ping pong and have invested money in professional ping pong gear and even National Cornhole Association competition weight cornhole bags thanks what do we say this guy's name is hank hank thanks hanks thanks <laughs> it's tom hanks or thanks hanks. hanks uh it's chet it's chet oh Hayes. shoot yeah He's unfortunately so much different in print um hank. i mean i would say you know he's talking about uh the guys uh being real into it uh, but then the example he gives, investing First, in professional ping pong gear and National Cornhole Association competition weight cornhole bags. How much could these possibly cost? <laughs> well, I don't think it's how so much, interesting that best, you're talking best, about barrier to entry is not. It's enthusiasm to me, not necessarily cost. Oh, but I'm just saying like of of sports to get really into and buy like official gear. Yeah, I feel like cornhole bags <laughs> and ping pong paddles, you know, that, that's a much cheaper hobby than, uh, you know, certainly something like golf. But uh, but even like basketball, you can buy like very expensive shoes and gear. And yeah, but they might be buying like very luxurious cornhole pouches. Are the they called n- pouches? No. Uh, Bean bags. 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 Yeah. How much could they possibly cost? Especially because you need a few, right? Forty each, maybe. If they're really nice, they're made with the finest. How of much silks. do you think the nicest ping pong paddle costs? Forty dollars. <laughs> Forty dollars is a lot of money. Uh, I'll give my advice first. Okay. This is what I would do. Yeah. Just pretend you have a phone call to make all the time. All the time. They're in there all the time well, in that hangar. But he's specifically talking about breaks. Yeah. 
but there it's breaks you get a, at least one break a day yeah i mean i guess it, it's if it's an air ambulance, ambulance type planes? of yeah, yeah it there might be a, might be a lot is of, it like a firehouse hey that's kind of what i'm thinking so there there actually time. might be a lot of down and you can't just always be like i have an urgent phone call yeah. hour after hour after hour it is after. it is tough i definitely get the uh like seeing somebody play a complicated board game, like I'm guessing it, it's like a. Uh, yeah, I was gonna ask you to guess what game it is. What What's the big game everybody likes? Um. Oh, <laughs> that one with the discs, and yeah. you like get grains. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows the game we're talking about. Um. But yeah, there there is some like complicated or board code game. names. But if it's code names, I bet he'd like it. It's so fun, code names. I, I'm thinking this is more like a strategy. Based. Yeah, or like, like risk. Yeah, this is like a borderline role playing game. I'm yes. imagining. Yes, or like um, ticket to ride. Tom's falling yeah. asleep. Everybody. Uh, well, I'm saying the the a, ga- a game with complicated rules. A strategy yeah, game. Yeah, like strategy those, game. those you are to pay compli- a lot of complicated and you games. Understand how it works. Yeah. Um, so I totally get if you're asking questions, then yeah, people are going to take that as interest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hank kind of um, painted himself into a corner by being curious. Yeah. But don't stop being curious, Hank. Just, I think you got to pretend, or maybe you pretend you have arthritis in your fingers so you can't play with but the cards other people and can the discs. Move, move the parts for you. They don't want to. This place is brimming. Are you okay? I yawn sometimes when I've talked a lot. I'm not tired. Just my jaw's tired. Oh, okay. It's been... Christine, it's unprofessional to keep bringing it up. <laughs> well, it seems like you're going through something over there. Um, But wait, I want to say this, which is that mm-hmm. it seems to me like this hangar is filled with a lot of like, kind of like weird trapped macho energy yeah that's like kind of being misdirected so my advice right, to hank is like to like hole and ping pong aren't very and how like, competitive uh, they are about it yeah they and like no they my whole point isn't even about what games they're playing although i was surprised he led with chess that wasn't what i was <laughs> expecting right. right when i was like oh this is a place where everybody's being beefy and and like beefy (laughs) i kind of pictured everybody being beefy and um giving each other a hard time and it sounds like participation is like implicitly mandatory right so maybe it's a sort of um coercive vibe yeah i think think it's mostly just that there it sounds like there's just like a lot of downtime so it's like i well what about this get into embroidery well (laughs) then you have all these nice samplers you can put around the hanger I was going to say... Um, Home is where the heart is. Why would I say that? No, I'm still talking about my oh. idea. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like he needs his own thing to be doing yes. during these break yes. times. And then he can say like, well, this is... No, nah, I don't want to play that because I'm into this. Weaving, textile arts. I mean, it could be anything. It could be something that he could do with other people. Well, spe- And it could be a large scale thing because A, airplane hangers are huge. We've all yeah. seen wings. B. Could be skydiving. Could be sky. Oh my gosh, they should do that thing where you blow air and you float. I have a gift certificate to do that. <laughs> and, I, and I got it last year for Christmas. Do you think you can do that if you have glasses? No. I've always wondered that. No, oh, then can't. I can't They'll do it. Blow the glasses off. <laughs> you put on. I think you put on goggles or a mask. Or yeah, I mean, right? you could probably put goggles. Yeah, I think you do put goggles. So maybe they have goggles that can go over, over the glasses. glasses. Yeah, they probably. They probably. Can <laughs> so Hank, try that. Work that out. 
Um, they have a ping pong table. So I think you could do like a large scale project. Like what? Tapestry, weaving, textile arts. All right. And then you get to like have blankets. I think you're trying to end this, but I'm not done. <laughs> if you like the show, you can find out more at TCGT.com. <laughs> you can follow us on, on Twitter at Complete Guide. Follow us on Instagram at TCGTE. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Mm, hot dog burger. You can follow Christine at maybe. Hot Dog Burger. Maybe. <laughs> maybe she'll allow you to, to follow her or not. You're not in the biz, Christine. I'm not in the biz. I'm adjacent. Well, how are you ever going to become an influencer? Shoot. Good point. I'll accept yeah. everybody. Um, uh, <laughs> the mailing the address? Patreon. Oh. oh, yeah. The mailing address. Uh, we have a new P.O. box. I'm not 100% sure on what the address is. Um, I think this will work. <laughs> 950 Fulton Street, Brooklyn, New York, 11238. Uh, and then the number is one one ten. One ten. Yeah, just no put letters. 110. No three eight zero one one zero. Maybe put all those numbers on, but it sounds the lady said you just needed one ten. But then she was also telling me how to forward all my mail to the PO box. I was like, no, I don't want all my mail forwarded to the PO box. I just want a PO box. There's a Brooklyn zip code that starts with a three. I said one one two three eight. Oh no, that's the box number three eight zero one one zero. I think you gotta say it again. <laughs> Nine fifty Fulton Street. Fulton Street, Brooklyn, New York. Zip code one one two three eight, and then PO box number three eight zero one one zero. I think if we or play back just the tape, zero. You left out a lot of the numbers i'll put it all on tcgt.com maybe sounds good um, <laughs> send us postcards from your trip um moringa yeah sorry i said or, um oh i'm really or, combining the yeah things moringa, or expensive gifts yes for tim and tim's baby really yeah we don't um, oh we want some pots for our plants <laughs> that was for his wife or i know his but i would like a something. nice one too that made him think um, of me when when i got this uh uh I just got this P.O. box today Ooh. and and the lady, you know, took me over to show me and she opened it up and she was like, oh, there's mail in there from the last uh, person. I was like, ah, 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 who's got the keys? That's oh. my mail. Do you think that person's deceased? Yeah, it's like all junk mail. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, they still might be deceased. They might be deceased. I didn't. I should have asked. Do you think this person's dead? <laughs> yeah. Send, send us uh, mail. We 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 used to have a peel box in the city, but then like neither of us have been going to the city lately. This by the city, I mean Manhattan. Manhattan. Uh, so let that lapse, and now we've got this. You should forward that mail to this box. It might be too late for that. I don't. Nah. Um. I don't think it is. Any any last like overarching advice for humanity? Ooh, no pressure. <laughs> I mean, I think the themes we can kind of highlight from tonight are follow your heart. Don't be afraid to speak up for what you need. Don't let other people bring other women down <laughs> just because they. But oh, but you can let other people talk. bring men down. No, but you can't let them oh, bring you down. You can't let them bring down men, even if they're bad men. That's not really related to any of the questions that came up today. And I don't even think the airplane hangar men are bad men. I think just maybe Hank wants to read a book. Hank, what if you say, I'm really in the middle of a compelling book right now. Yeah. I can't play Risk And you, you bring in a, a 23 volume encyclopedia. So you can How'd you say, say it? Encyclopedia. 
<laughs> so you can tell him, look, I got a lot of reading to do. As you can see, do. I'm only on the A's. I'm only on the A's, and I need to get to Z. Maybe, is he an, is he a Xennial? We don't know. We don't know. He didn't give us his age. Could be anything. His, his relevant stats. All right. We'll That's see you next week. Nice. Good luck, everybody. That was a HeadGum Podcast.